2020 hit pageants hard. And whilst everyone else is talking about how to walk, how to talk and how to dress, no one's answering the real questions like, what should I do when I've lost all motivation? How can I regain my confidence? How do I pick myself up after a soul-destroying pageant experience? Or should I even be doing pageants in the first place, especially after 2020? It's time to make sure your inner game is as strong as your outer game. It's time to make sure you're aligned so that you're pulled towards your goals rather than being pulled apart. It's time to put that imposter syndrome to rest once and for all. I'm your host, Adrian Kwan, and welcome to the Pageant Boss Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 21 of the Pageant Boss Podcast. Hope you're all doing well. As usual, I'm going to tell you, if you haven't joined our private Facebook group, then do so. The links will uh, the link will be in the show notes below or in the description of this video. What I wanted to talk today about or discuss um, or riff on is a topic that was brought up by my friend Matea Henderson, who uh, has held a couple of national titles for Canada, has competed for Canada overseas, including Miss Earth, um, and I believe Miss Intercontinental was the other one. I'm sorry, Mateo, if I've got that wrong. And she suggested, and she's a very entrepreneurial type as well, similarly to myself. She suggested the topic when I was talking about pageant mindset. I said, who's got a pageant mindset topic for me to discuss? And she suggested the topic of whether or not, I think she re suggested retirement, which is not what I'm going to tackle today. But she suggested the topic of whether or not you'd actually be better off not doing a pageant. Now, I mean this in a, and she meant it in a very specific way. I don't want you to just think, oh, you sh the topic is not, oh, you shouldn't do a pageant because they're bad for you. No. The topic that she was referring to, she was referencing was many times in pageants, people will tell you they're doing, you guys will tell me you're doing pageants because of the advocacy. For example, you uh, advocating for a cause you're close to, that's close to your heart, or let's say you're raising money for a certain charity. Now, what Matea meant, and it's a topic that I've brought up multiple times in the past with various people, is if at heart your genuine purpose is to, let's say, raise the most amount of awareness you can or the most amount of funds that you can for a certain charity, would you not be better off simply doing that rather than doing it through the pageant? So, for example, if you're raising money for uh, breast cancer, right, the Bre Breast Cancer Foundation, would you not be more effective if you actually did your advocacy and did all your work directly for the foundation rather than doing it through the pageant? Because as you and I both know, Pageants take a lot of time. They take a lot of resources. They take a lot of effort if you're doing it properly. So wouldn't you be better off, rather than doing the pageant to do the advocacy, let's say, for the Breast Cancer Foundation, wouldn't you be better off just doing the advocacy for the Breast Cancer Foundation? Now, honestly, in and this is where you need to be very, very self-aware, because I think you, you and I both know the truth. And the truth is, yes, if you simply wanted to raise, let's say, funds for the Breast Cancer Foundation, or you wanted to raise awareness for the B Breast Cancer Foundation, 
it's going to be very hard for you to say that you'd raise less money for the Breast Cancer Foundation if you weren't doing it through the pageant. So if in your heart of hearts, you really want to raise a certain amount of money for a charity or raise awareness for an advocacy, then maybe you'd be better off not doing the pageant, as in you'd be more effective without doing the pageant. Having said that, when you enter a pageant, you tend to have other motives as well. Like you want to meet amazing women from around the world. You want to work on your self-confidence. You want to work, let's say, on your talking abilities, your public speaking abilities, your ability, or maybe your social media, your ability to interview well. Sorry, my camera's going dark for some reason, etc., etc., etc. So if you want to have, let's say, the pageant experience and advocate for your chosen charity, then that's great. Um, if you find, however, that your heart and soul really lie in raising as much money and as much awareness as you can for your chosen purpose, you may find, and I think Matea said this as well, that's what she found, and she'd sort of reevaluated. I mean, she had done a few pageants and she want, she reevaluated where she was. And I think she came to the realization that it was going to be more effective for her and a better use of her time and energy to sort of step away from the pageant side of things a little bit and to actually dedicate her time more directly, I mean, A, towards her career, but B, directly into the topics, the charities that she was passionate about. And I think that comes as part of most people's journey. I think when you, let's say, if you start pageantry when you're, I'm not going to say even when you're a little bit younger, because it really depends on, it's not so much age, like if you're, let's say, 40 years old and doing the same, and you, and you just started pageantry, in many ways, I think you're going to have the same emotional journey as, let's say, a teenager having their first pageant, because you're going to all be gung-ho about it, you're going to be excited, you're probably going to be hoping for the best, looking forward to meeting a lot of people, and then you do the advocacy and it's all great. I think after a while, because pageantry is draining, it takes a lot of emotion, a lot of effort, and at some point you might decide, well, it's time to move on to something else. So I think it's a general, it's a, it's a, I think it's a part of your journey. Maybe that's a better way of saying it. At a certain stage, you go, well, I've done a couple of pageants, a few pageants, had some ups, had some downs, but at the end of it, and this is hopefully, I certainly hope this is a case for you, that you've taken away some skills and some experiences that even if you stopped pageantry, you're going to be able to be grateful for them for the rest of your life, or you're going to be able to transfer those skills to the rest of your life, which is one of the reasons I'm so big on entrepreneurship and the entrepreneurial skill set is because if you learn how to talk, you learn how to talk about your ideas, sell your ideas, then when you stop pageantry, you're not going to feel, oh my God, that was a giant waste of time. You're going to feel like you really got something from it. And I think maybe now that I'm talking about it, that's probably at the heart of it. I think when you go into pageantry, I think what you really want to aim for long term, apart from meeting amazing women and apart from raising funds for your charity, is to take away some skills, work on some skills that maybe you don't have much of a chance to work on in your normal everyday life. Maybe you're working a nine to five uh, and let's say you don't get a chance to public speak very often or you don't have a chance to work on your selling skills very often. Then I think that the pageantry journey can really, really help with that.
and you can do it hopefully in a supportive environment surrounded by other women who are on the same journey as yourself and hopefully, this is a big one, surrounded by some mentors who can help you along the journey as well. Um, having said that, once you decide to maybe take a break from pageantry and I think Matea did this and a lot of the most successful queens have done this, they've taken a, a little back step from pageantry for a while to concentrate on other things and then if they've come back, the version of them that comes back that second time actually very often tends to have more success in pageantry. So that time away from pageantry can sometimes be the greatest gift you give yourself. But to go back to it, if you can find some, in terms of longer term, you can find some skills to work on during pageantry, then when you do decide to do your advocacy, whatever it is, or you do decide to raise funds, start your own business, create an app, create a non-for-profit, then hopefully the skills that you've learned through your journey in pageantry actually translate to that and make you more effective in doing it, in doing whatever it is you choose to do. But having said that, if at the heart of hearts, all you want to do, and I say all in inverted commas, is really based on your advocacy, you're really passionate about it, you want to raise as much funds or as much awareness as you can, then for some people, and I don't know if it's going to be the majority, but there's certainly going to be some people who I would suggest maybe you actually don't need the pageant in order to do that. Maybe you really don't. Maybe, you know, in terms of learning how to do your social media and in terms of learning how to speak and in terms of learning how to raise funds for charity, you might be better off confronting that directly. Because if you did that directly, you might learn those skills more quickly. But I think for a lot of people, the pageantry journey and the skills you learn from that and the people you meet through that, certainly one of the, the most important things that you take from the pageantry journey. I think on the flip side, and I've had some experience with this, when you get a bunch of pageant girls together and they keep insisting that, oh, you know, because you, it kind of is sometimes a bit like a cult, right? You're kind of like, oh, do another one, do another one, do another one. Um, because X, Y, Z, you should do another one because this, because this. Sometimes you'll feel that there's not much reason for you to enter a pageant. You just don't quite have the motivation. And it's not that sort of false fear where you're going, oh, I'm not ready for it or so I don't want to enter it, right? It's le the legitimate lack of any motivation. So you people, your pageant friends might be saying, hey, you should enter Miss Universe or Miss World this year because you've got this. And when you look back on it, again, with self-awareness and reflection, you go, you know what, I just don't feel that I will gain a lot from this journey, or I feel like I've done that journey before. Uh, you might have felt like you got everything that you want from your pageant journey. At that point, and I say this because it's really important, I think someone says it, don't feel that you have to do another pageant. Because honestly, at that stage, if your interest is in advocacy or your interest in is in building your platform, let's say growing your social media, whatever it is, you really don't have to do a pageant to do that. So if you're considering entering a pageant and you feel like you have to, but you just don't have the motivation to do it, then look, I would say firstly, and I've suggested this to a couple of people, you don't have to do a pageant. You really don't. Um, particularly if you don't have the motivation. And secondly, what you can do is take a break. Take a break. It's absolutely okay to take a break 
and then come back to it a bit later on in your life journey where maybe you rediscover your motivation or you rediscover your passion. Or let's say maybe you find a new advocacy or a new passion and you suddenly go, ah, now it makes sense for me to put in the time, the effort, the money into doing this pageant and giving it my best shot. So look, at the end of end of the day, only you can know whether entering a pageant is going to be a net positive for your life. And I say net positive because you know it's going to take time, money and effort, as I said. But obviously, if it's worth it for you, then it's a net positive. If on the other hand, you're looking at it and going, you know, all that time, effort and money, it might be better off spent somewhere else to get, you know, a quicker result or a better result, depending on what you want from your life then I'm here to tell you that's okay too. You don't have to enter a pageant to better your life. You you really don't. As silly as it sounds for me to have to say that, I think there's some expectation, especially when you get a lot of pageant friends, that as soon as you finish one pageant, you've got to do another. As soon as you finish that one, you've got to do another. And you're going to do it again and again. And it's not even really about winning. You just become sort of a chronic pageant girl. We We joke about the pageant bug, but it really becomes that. You just keep doing it because... Frankly, you can't stop yourself from doing it. And hey, no judgment. That's okay too. But don't think that you have to do a pageant in order to have an impact on the world. You really, really don't. It's a very good way of doing it for some people. And for other people, they might actually be better off taking the time and money and effort, as I said, that they were going to have to put into the pageant in order to do their best and directly focusing it on other parts of their life. And at different stages of your life, that may ebb and flow as well. So at some stages, it might be appropriate to do the pageant. And at other stages, it might be better way to, it might be better to take a step back and go, you know what, now's not the right time. I'm going to use this time to reevaluate myself or really focus on my goals. And if, you know, later on down the track, it is actually relevant for me to do the pageant again, then come back to it. So I hope that helps. And I hope that some of you listening to this give yourself permission to step away if you need to. And for some of you who really, really gung-ho about it, make sure that you focus on some of the long-term skills that you want to get out of pageantry and the long-term connections so that when you do step away from the pageant industry, because most of us are, I mean, unless you go straight from competitor to director, etc., etc. But at some point, the majority of you and the majority of us are going to step away from pageantry. Just make sure you focused on some of the longer term skills that you wanted to gain, the longer term goals, so that when you do step away from it, you're not feeling like you're walking away from it empty handed. Or you're not feeling like you need to keep doing it and doing it again, because when your fear is that when you stop, you're going to lose everything, because we don't want that. We want the transition out to be smooth. So I hope that helps. Thanks to Matteo for suggesting the question. It's a juicy one. It's a juicy topic. I kind of wish I'd had her on here so we could riff about it. But um, that's it. Thank you so much for listening or watching. And as I said, if you haven't joined our Facebook group, make sure you do so. The uh, link to join will be in the show notes if you're listening or in the description to this video if you're watching. And I'll speak to you next time. Hey, it's Adrian again. Thanks for listening to this episode. Just a quick reminder to come and join our private Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the pageant boss. You're going to be getting early access, special offers and discounts to all our upcoming products, courses and events. So make sure you head there now 
It's free to join for the moment at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the pageant boss. And remember the link to join is in the show notes to this episode. So click that link, join our group, and I'll speak to you in the next episode of the Pageant Boss Podcast.